blessing tonight to have Abuna Pavlos with us. He's going to talk to us about the uh, very important topic, loving our enemies. Uh, it's the greatest, I think, the greatest commandment in Christianity and a, a great characteristic of Christianity. So uh, may God give him a word for our benefit and our profit. Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit, one God, Amen. So I'm going to start first by uh, talking in English, and then uh, we'll talk uh, in Arabic together. Uh, the love of the enemy is a gift that God gave to His children. It's a gift that beyond the understanding and the abilities of normal people. And not only love your enemy, loving your enemies, but do good to those who hate you. So not only love, but you do good to them. I'm going to start with uh, a story. Uh, a person bought a property, and uh, as soon as he moved into his new property, his land, his neighbor came to him and he told him, well, you know what? When you bought to yourself this property, you bought with it a lawsuit. I'm coming to tell you that your fence, it's 10 feet into my land. And I'm not going to accept that. So uh, the person was very wise. So he told him, I thought that when I moved to this place, I got myself a friend here. So you know what? I'm going to tell you, go move the fence and put it wherever you want and send me the bill for moving this fence. And it happened that after that, this, uh, you know, tough neighbor never moved the fence and he changed. And he started to have a very good relationship with his new neighbor. They started to be friends. And this first impression that started was what's supposed to be, you know, like enmity or hatred, you know, turned after that into love. Why? Because of the wisdom of this neighbor and his acceptance or uh, way of dealing with his neighbor. So the real test of love is not whether we love our friends because we have so many friends and it's the easy thing to do. But what's harder than that is loving our enemies, which is not, you know, something any normal person can do. Uh, it's a test of love. One of the Russian saints asked this question. He said, how do we know whether a person abides in God and is sincere in his Christian faith? It's a question that every one of us, you ask yourself. 
There is no other way of asserting this plan by examining the person's life to see if he loves his enemies. Where there is love for one's enemy, there is also God. It's a proof of our love to God. It's a way of showing that we are, you know, living with God by loving our enemies. And that is a great test for us. A test that show how we are close to God, how we are true children of Him, how we are in harmony with Him. For that is what God Himself does. He sent His reign on the just and unjust. If you look at Him, and He is truly your heavenly Father, you learn from Him, and you deal with everybody around you the same way He accepts and loves everybody around Him. And then loving our enemies today seem highly impractical. Many people, they say it's a weakness. It is something theoretical that you cannot do. It is only in books. But, you know, like you cannot, you know, live that. It's not practical. Well, to love your enemy, yani, it's somebody cannot do. Well, because they cannot do it because... They feel you allow them to take advantage of you when you love them. You give them a lot of opportunities to take advantage of you. And then to love your enemy is to let him set, you know, all kind of evil around you, like snares, like twisting words, like, you know, like uh, dropping bitterness into everything in your life. And then you come and ask yourself, you know, how can I love such a person? If you look into psychology and psychiatry, you see that such people are, you know, who cannot love, who cannot accept others around them, they themselves, you know, need somebody to love them. And a person who hates or a person who always likes to have enmity with people around him, he does that because he feels that if he doesn't, you know, hate or uh, strike or hurt the person around him, the other one will do the same for him or will do that to him. So he will start first by doing that to him. And he expects hatred. He never expects from people around him any love or any even acceptance. But if instead of hatred, he will see that the person in front of him love him, care about him, show him some kind of, you know, uh, acceptance, I think this will be a surprise for him, and this will be something that can change his uh, hostility. And then we ask ourselves, why must I love my enemy? Why? Why don't I live away from him, avoid him? Or even, you know, like, never, you know, try to be in his way. This is a commandment. And this is what the Lord himself wants us to do because we are his children. He said, love your enemies and you will be the sons of the Most High. It's a sign of our sonship to him. If you cannot love your enemy, how you claim you are carrying the name of God as a Christian? You are carrying, you know, you are his child. He loves his enemy. The Lord himself, when he was crucified, 
He said, hey, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. And he wants us to do the same. He wants us to do good to those who hate us. And it is something that he does to every one of us. Because if you think about it, who among us claim that you deserve all goodness or all you know, blessings from God? Are we all good saints who deserve the good from him? No, we don't. But out of his goodness, he blesses us. Out of his goodness, every day, you know, he give rain, he give blessings, he give all the blessings to those who are around him. And yet, while we were sinners, God gave himself and died for us to save us. Do you think we deserve his death? We deserve his sacrifice? We don't. But we learn from him. We learn from him from his love. Because his love is an unconditional love. He loved us with this love, although we do not deserve it, but He loved us. And He taught us, He said, a new commandment I give unto you, that you love one another even as I have loved you. Look at me, learn from me. The same way I love you and you do not, do not deserve my love and my sacrifice, I want you to do one another to, with each other. And love your enemy because your enemy is first of all an enemy of himself. You know when somebody his heart is full of hate, he is not in peace with himself. He is always, you know, like have this kind of, you know, dark side, dark heart. You know, hatred make his heart dark. He is always bitter. He wants, as I said, to always fill everybody around him with bitterness, the same way he is living. And uh, he think of the fatal injury he is inflicting on himself. Think what he is doing to himself by always hating people around him. So, because of that, he needs our life. Because of that, he needs us to save him out of that. Because some of those people, when they remain in such atmosphere of hate, of, you know, uh, you know, of always jealousy, of always, you know, like uh, looking to others and never accepting others, they themselves, they end up not in a good way. Some of them end up even into suicide. Uh, a, a Russian priest, his name is Father John Kronz, that wrote in a book called The Life of Christ. He said, Every person that does any evil is sufficiently punished by the evil he has committed, by the passions he serves, but mainly by the fact that he withdraws himself from God. So he, by committing evil, by committing hate and enmity, he himself is paying the price before anybody else. Because... This, you know, evil side in him, it's coming because eh, there is no God in his life. He is giving God his back. He's withdrawing himself from God. And then he continues, It would therefore be most inhuman to nourish anger against such a man. It would be the same as to draw a sinking man or push into the fire a person who is already being devoured by the flame. 
يعني think about him as somebody who is you know drowning what would you do if you see somebody drowning will you give him your hand to save him or you push him down more to sink to make him sink of course you'll try to save him or somebody in a flame in a fire would you look and do nothing until he got burned or you go run and save him from the fire this is what the person who is living in such a condition is so how is it possible to love one's enemy five points we want to finish with today the first point is that it is not possible to love your enemy unless one first loves god the love of your enemy comes first from the love of god that need to fill your heart this is what the lord jesus said in the gospel according to saint luke he said you shall love the lord your god with all your heart with all your soul with all your strength this is the first step and then with all your mind and then your neighbor as yourself with the love that fill your mind and your heart and your soul you go next and apply this love to love your neighbor and not only love him love him as you love yourself even if this neighbor is an enemy even if this neighbor never wish you anything good such love is a gift of the holy spirit that abides in us because we cannot do that on our own because we need the grace of god we need the work of the holy spirit to do what is beyond the ability of normal human being number 2 do good to them that hate you not only love them and accept them no go the extra mile of doing good to them this is what saint paul said in romans chapter 12 he said if your enemy is hungry feed him if he is thirsty give him a drink for in so doing you will heap coals of fire on his head do not overcome uh, evil uh, do not over, be overcome by evil but overcome evil with good so do always the opposite he hates you love him he wants to wish you all the bad love him all the good wish him all the good he want to see you in a, the worst condition say i want to see you in the best way overcome evil with good and this is what the lord himself taught us and this will surprise the enemy as i as we said before according to the mentality of the enemy he feels that everybody hate him but he will be surprised to see that you do not hate him while he hates you you see he will see that you love him and accept him and this will help remove the bitterness from his heart the, this bitterness will never be removed if you know it will be kida a yani an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth no the bitterness will a will be removed by a showing him the true christian life the true style of a of the life of christ we learn from our lord but overcome evil with good mean that we must take the first step we have to take the initiative of loving them if they do not offer us anything good take the first step you know stretch your hand show them that you are aiming for peace with them that enemy is best defeated 
by kindness. You know, we are not going to defeat them by weapons or by any plot or anything. We defeat them by our kindness. The third point, the Lord Jesus says, pray for them who persecute you. So the good thing is that when you remember in your prayers this person, you are, you know, giving him the privilege to mention his name in the the presence of God. And of course, when you pray to somebody, you know, who is enemy for you, hate will be removed from your own heart. Because you yourself, any bitterness in your heart toward this person will be taken away by your prayer. How you can pray to somebody and you still in your heart, you do not love him or accept him. One of the best ways of killing bitterness is to pray for the man we are tempted to hate. So remember them in your prayers. Because... The power of prayers can move mountains. And if this person is like a mountain, you see him so hard and has no even feelings and full of hate feelings, if you cannot do it, God can can do it. The fourth point, look for some good in your enemy. I don't think there is any person... And, you know, in anybody around us who is completely black, who is full of evil. No. The Lord himself, when he met with the Samaritan woman, she was full of, you know, uh, darkness. But he looked at the, uh, the bright point in her. And he praised her. And that's how he won her. There is good as well in every worst person and every enemy around us. The same uh, father, the Russian father, who Father Jean Kronstadt, he wrote, when your brother sins against you in any way, for instance, if he speaks ill of you, or transmits with an evil intention your words in a perverted form to another, do not be angered against him, but seek to find in him those good qualities which undoubtedly exist in every man. Look for anything good in him. And it's like the gold. You know the gold when the the miners, they go looking for gold. They found the particles of gold, you know, in between lots of dirt, sand. And it doesn't matter how much sand is surrounding these particles of gold. Because uh, the gold is so precious that even if there is so much sand and dirt and, uh, you know, impurities around it, the gold will still shine. And and this is how it says here, the gold diggers do not pay any attention to the quantity of sand and dirt in the gold dust, but only look for the grains of gold. doesn't matter how much grains of, of dust, it matters how much gold is in this dust. And though they are few, they value this small quantity and wash it out of heaps of useless sand. God acts in a like manner with us, cleansing us with great and long forbearance. Yani for God, we are like these particles of gold. It doesn't matter how much dirt surrounds us, because we're still precious in His eyes and look like these pieces of gold. 
The last point for today, how to love your enemy is develop the capacity to forgive him. Sometimes we accept, sometimes we can praise, but still inside our hearts we cannot forgive and forget. This is to complete the steps to forgive also. Without forgiveness, it is impossible even to begin the act of loving one's enemy. So you still cannot fully love him if you cannot forgive him. This forgiveness must begin with the one who has been wronged. You know, always look at the other one around you. Don't look at yourself. You know, we always look at ourselves, how much was done against us, how much we were hurt, how much we are affected by that. Don't look at yourself. Look at the other person as we yani, talk today. Only the injured person can pour out the warm waters of forgiveness. So look at it as a way to accept this person as the Lord accepted us. The Lord always, you know, we do a lot of things that hurt the Lord with our actions. And He forgives and He forgets. Do the same to others around you. Because he, did, he is doing that lest we look up to Him, learn from Him, and do the same with each other. And glory be to God forever and ever. Amen. نقول جزء بالعربي للي هم يعني بيفضلوا العربي عن الانجليش والعربي نعرف ان هم شطار مش محتاجين باوربوينت ف يعني ما فيش باوربوينت للعربي سور السيد المسيح في حديثه عن محبه الاعداء قال لنا ايه في انجيل معلمنا متى سمعتم انه قيل ان تحب قريبك وتبغض عدوك وأما أنا فأقول لكم أحب أعداءكم باركوا لعنيكم أحسنوا إلى مبغضيكم وصلوا لأجل الذين يسيئون إليكم ويطردونكم دايما السؤال بيجي إزاي يعني أبارك اللي بيلعني إزاي أحب اللي بيتمنى لي الشر والأزية ازاي واحد يعني طول النهار مش عايزني يشوف يشوف يشوفني ناجح مش عايز يشوفني بتقدم بيتمنى لي كل مصيبه ازاي احبه واقبله طبعا الموضوع ده صعب وزي ما كنا بنقول في الانجليش ناس كتير بيجوا للنقطه دي ويحسوا انها حاجه يعني ايه يعني نظريه مش عمليه لا يمكن تطبيقها لكن النقطة بتقول ايه عشان نبقى لكي تكونوا ابناء ابيكم الذي في السماوات لازم ايه تعملوا اعمال ابيكم الذي في السماوات ما ينفعش ان انت تدعى مسيحي وتحمل اسم المسيح ولا تعمل اعمال ابوك السماوي يبقى ايه الواحد بيناقض نفسه ازاي بيدعى مسيحي ولا يعمل اعمال ابوه السماوي وعشان كده ربنا بيطلب من كل واحد فينا ان هو من ساعة ما دخل جرن المعمودية وتولد وبقى هيكل للروح القدس يستعمل هذا الروح القدوس لكي يعني يعينه على 
فعل ما هو فوق طاقة الإنسان العادي لأن محبة الأعداء لفوق طاقة الإنسان العادي وعشان كده هو قال إيه لأن قوتي في الضعف تكمل أنت ضعيف ما عندكش مقدرة تعمل هذا العمل من نفسك يبقى تطلب قوة ربنا تطلب نعمة ربنا وعشان كده يمكن الإنسان يعني لو ابتدى كده يتشبه بربنا يبتدي يتعلم منه ويبتدي يعرف ربنا عايز يرفع من مستواه يقول لك ايه في انجيل معلمنا متى وان احببتم الذين يحبونكم فاي فضل لكم فان الخطاء ايضا يحبون الذين يحبونه يبقى انت احسن منهم في ايه الناس اللي هم يعني ما ربنا ملوش اي مكان في حياتهم ولا حتى يعني مسيحيين ولا عرفوا ربنا انت احسن منهم في ايه ما ده بيحب اللي بيحبه ويكره اللي بيكره يبقى انت ايه اللي بي ايه بيخليك تتميز عنه لكن احنا بننظر لايه لابونا السماوي هو اللي جه وهو اللي ايه يعني وضع نفسه واطاع حتى الموت موت الصليب لكي ايه يعطينا الحياه فالانسان لما وضع نفسه يبقى ايه بيتعلم من ايه من ابوه السماوي يقول كده ان هو محبه الانسان لربنا بتخليه يحب اللي هو حتى ايه بيبغضه يبقى الانسان لازم الاول يبتدي بمحبه الله ولما تملا قلبه محبه الله هيبتدي يعمل بهذه المحبه ما هو لا يستطيع الانسان العادي ان يصنع طيب عشان نقدر نقول ننفذ الموضوع ده عمليا فاربع نقط نحب ان ايه نتكلم عليهم ازاي ان الانسان يخرج من دائره الكراهيه او كراهيه الاعداء اول نقطه مقاومه المشاعر السلبيه يعني الانسان مهم جدا ان هو لا يعني ما يخليش اي مشاعر سلبيه يعني تخليه دايما يبرر كراهيته لمن حول ساعات الواحد دايما يبرر ان انا ايه ده انا الشخص ده ما يتحبش ده ما فيهوش حاجه كويسه ده انا يعني ازاي احب واحد عمل وسوى فيا فانت لما بتدي نفسك عذر لكي لا تحب هذا الشخص فانت بتقول ان هو ايه يعني هو غير مقبول امام الله لو انت ما بتحبوش وبتحط فيه كل الاخطاء يبقى انت بترذله يبقى ربنا كمان رزله ورفضه مش ممكن عمر ما ربنا هيرفض انسان مهما كان هذا الانسان مملوء من الخطا ومن الشر يبقى يبقى انت ازاي تكره وترذل انسان يحبه الله ويقبله فعشان كده يجي يقول كده ايه في انجيل معلمنا متى يقول فان قدست قرب قدمت قربانك الى المسبح وهناك تذكرت ان لاخيك شيئا عليك فاترك هناك قربانك قدام المسبح واذهب اولا اصطلح مع اخيك حينئذ تعال وقدم قربانك عشان تقول ده انا ربنا هيقبل مني ذبيحتي ذبيحه القلب ذبيحه التسبيح ذبيحه المحبه اللي في قلبي قصاد ربنا لازم انا قلبي يكون مستقيم امام الله لازم قلبي يكون مستحق لسكن الله ازاي هيجي ربنا بجسده ودمه يسكن فيك وانت لسه فيه يعني ايه هذا القلب غير مستحق او ميل مؤهل لسكن الله يبقى الاول روح اصطلح مع اخيك 
الأول روح صفي ما في داخلك من ناحية هذا الإنسان فخطية عدم المحبة بتجعل الإنسان يمتلئ قلبه من البغض وبالعكس خطية المحبة والتسامح بتخلي الإنسان دائما يقبل كل من حول قصة تقول أن أحد الأباء الأسقفة كان في اجتماع للخدام وابتدى واحد من الخدام يسأله يقول له يا سيدنا شفت فلان الفلاني كان ازاي عمال يشتم فينا وعمال يهين في المسيحية وعمال يهين في المسيح واحنا ازاي نسكت على حاجة زي دي وازاي لازم ونعمل 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 فجي الأب الأسقف ده في منتهى البساطة قال لهم انتوا صليتوا من أجل هذا الشخص صليتوا ان ربنا يسامحه ويغير قلبه ما فيش ولا واحد رفع ايده ولا قال انا صليت قال لهم ازاي انا قاعد في اجتماع بيقولوا ان كل اللي فيه خدام ما فيش ولا واحد فيكم قادر يطبق وصية احب عدوك يبقى انت لو خادم فعلا ومش لازم تقول بقى خادم انت لو انسان مسيحي فعلا لازم ايه أقل ما تصنعه أن أنت تصلي من أجل هذا العدو عشان ربنا يسامحه ويغير من قلبه وهو نفسه قال السيد المسيح قال إيه يعني قديس بولس الرسول قال في عبرانيين أنه فيما هو قد تألم مجربا يقدر أن يعين المجربين يعني هو نفسه حط نفسه قدوة لنا عشان نتعلم منه هو نفسه أحب الأعداء وعشان كده قال لك اتعلموا مني انتوا كمان عشان تحبوا ايه اعداءكم تاني نقطة التأمل في محبة الله الانسان لما بينسى يعني محبة ربنا ليه بيبتدي ما بيشوفش غير الكراهية ويقول كده قديس بولس الرسول في رسالة روميا الذي لم يشفق على ابنه بل بزله لأجلنا أجمعين كيف لا يهبنا أيضا معه كل شيء إذا كان ربنا ادانا أغلى حاجة عنده اللي هي ابن الوحيد الجنس يسوع المسيح طيب مع كل المحبة دي يعني يعني إحنا مش قادرين نتعلم منه كأننا بنقول له كده يا رب أنت تحبني زي ما أنت عايز بس ما تطلبش مني أن أنا أحب أخوي يعني إيه؟ انت تحبني تبذل نفسك لأجلي تعمل كل ما بدالك ماشي انت حر لكن ايه ما تجيش علي انا وتقول لي اعمل زيك ما تجيش علي وتقول لي حب عدوك فعشان كده الانسان لما دايما بيتذكر محبة الله بيتذكر قد ايه ربنا صنع من اجله طيب هو صنع من اجلك ليه مش عشان تتعلم منه مش عشان كنت تنظر اليه كقدوة مش عشان تاخد من هذا الحب ويعني تحب به الآخرين فعشان كده يعني إيه الإنسان ما مهم جدا يحب ربنا الأول عشان يقدر يحب عدو ثالث نقطة مهم جدا نحن برضو نتأمل في حياة القدسين ونتعلم منهم دايما سير القدسين بتعلم الإنسان دروس كثيرة ويمكن من أهم هذه الدروس محبة الأعداء لو استفتكرنا مثلا قصة 
القديس ستيفانوس اول يعني الشماس والشهيد يقول كده سفر اعمال الرسل اصحاح سبعة يقول ايه كانوا طلعوا عليه يعني ايه حكموه وابتدوا يرجموه عشان يرجموه حتى الموت ولكن قبل ما يرجموه ابتدى يكلمهم وهو بيكلمهم يقولوا نظروا وجهه كملاك وقبل ايه ما يركض في اثناء رجمه يقول كده قال لهم ايه يا رب لا تكم لهم هذه الخطية واسقال هذا ركض نظر يعني ايه شوفوا هم عملوا فيه رجموه حتى الموت ومع هذا كان بيقدم لهم محبة ما عملش كده زي مثلا واحد تاني في هذا الموقف ممكن يقولك ايه يا رب انتقم منهم ده كلهم شر يا رب ايه اعمل فيهم وانتقم وشيل وحط عليهم ما عملش كده صلى من اجلهم طلب ان ربنا يفتح عينهم ويسامحهم فعشان كده برضو قصة يعني قصص كتير مليانة في الكتاب المقدس على محبة الأعداء والإنسان لما دايما بيتذكر سير القديسين وسير الشهداء هو بيتكسف يقولك طب إزاي القديس الفلان الفلاني عمل ولا القديسة الفلانة الفلانية عملت وأنا ما عملش وده بيفكرنا بأهمية أن احنا دايما نشجع أولادنا أن يقروا قصص قصص للشهداء يبقى ليهم مكتبة روحية يتعلموا كده أن هم يبقى عندهم كده حصيلة من السير للقدسين والشهداء دايما تكون قدوة ليهم يكونوا كده أبطال للإيمان في حياتهم بدل ما يبقى إيه الأبطال في حياتهم ياخدوهم من الميديا والأشكال والوان يبقى البطل في حياة الطفل ولا الطفلة يبقى القديس ولا الشهيد فلان أو فلان آخر نقطة نختم بها الكلام فكر في بركات محبة عدوك محبة العدو دي بتعطي الإنسان بركات عظيمة جدا يمكن سمعتوا القصة دي على المتناحة بونا بشوي كامل بس اللي ما سمعهاش نقولها له تاني يعني يقولوا كده أن أبونا بشوي كان ساكن في بيته واحد ما كانش بيحبه على الإطلاق غير مسيح وكان دايما في خروج ودخول أبونا بشوي يطلع الشخص ده من البلكونة بتاعته ويتف عليه فكان أبونا بشوي يعني ما بيعملش حاجة يعني ياخد بعضه ويكمل في, في السكة بتاعته وبعد كده يوم ورا يوم ورا يوم الموضوع ده بيتكرر فخلاص أبونا بشوي خد على الموضوع ده وفي مرة كده جير الشخص ده اختفى ما بيطلعش في البلكونة أنيمور يوم ورا التاني ورا التالت ورا الرابع فأبونا بشوي قلق عليه فراح لتسوني أنجيل قال لها مش عارف جارنا ده جراله ايه قالت له ازاي جراله ايه انت مش كل اللي بيعمله فيك ولسه بتقول جراله ايه قال لها لا ده انا لازم اروح اسأل عليه وراح اشتراله يعني زي فواكه ولا حاجة كده هدية حلوة وراح خبط على الباب فابن الراجل ده فتح له فقال له فين ابوك فقال له ده عيان وتعبان فقال له خد اديله الهدية دي وقول له أبونا بشوي بيقول لك سلامتك ألف سلام ومن اليوم دوت الراجل إيه مباش بيطلع البلكونة تاني وده طبعا زعل أبونا بشوي كان بياخد بركة من الإيه من اللي كان بيعمله فيه ولكن دي بركة محبة العدوس الإنسان اللي بيحب ويتحمل ربنا بيكافئه وبيخلي كده محبته وتسامحه العدو دي تكسف العدو وتخليه كده إيه يشوف فيه 
السلوك المسيح الحقيقي يشوف فيه حياة المسيح يعني ايه يقول كده القديس بولس الرسول في رسالة كورنثوس الاولى وان اطعمت كل اموالي وان سلمت جسدي حتى احترق ولكن ليس لي محبة فلا انتفع شيئا هتستفيد ايه لو انت مش عارف تحب لو انت حتى مش عارف تحب الانسان العادي يبقى انت لازم محبتك دي تكون حية وفعال لان بمحبتك دي انت يعني بتكسب او بتقرب الناس وبتعرف الناس محبة ربنا تكشف للناس محبة ربنا فعشان كده موضوع محبة الاعداء ده دي فضيلة بتميز المسيحي عن اي حد تاني يمكن الناس بتبصلها بطريقة مختلفة لكن ده بتميزك بتخليك كده ايه فعلا بتريهم من هو المسيح ومن هي حياة من يعيش على المبادئ بتاعة المسيحية الحقيقية لانها فعلا بتوريهم اننا سمائيين مش ارضيين لان الانسان السماوي هو ده الانسان اللي قلبه نقي ويحب ويسامح حتى الذين يبغضونه كل سنة طيبين وربنا يحفظ عليكم وإلهنا المجد الدائم أبديا أمين. Maria's mother, been so tear to Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name, thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Because they are daily bread, forgive us our trespasses, we forgive those who trespass against us, and lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from you one. Through Christ Jesus our Lord, for thine kingdom, the power, and glory of God. Receive the Holy Spirit, if you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. You also now, our Master, have given grace through your holy apostles to those who for a time labor in the priesthood in the holy church to forgive sin upon the earth and to bind and to lose every one of iniquity. Now also ask and entreat your goodness of mankind for your servants, my father, my brethren, my weakness, those who bow their heads before your holy glory, dispense to us your mercy. And lose everyone to our sins, and if you have committed any sin against you, knowing you are unknowing it through anxious of heart, or indeed, or in word, or from faint heartedness, O Master, who knows the weakness of man, as a good one, love from mankind, O God, grant us the forgiveness of our sins. Bless us, purify us, absolve us, and all your people, fill us with your fear, and straighten us with your goodwill. For you are our God, the glory, the honor, the dominion, and the worship are done to you with the good Father and the Holy Spirit, the giver of life, who is the one with you now at all times, the age of all ages, Amen. Kiriyala, I saw, Kiriyala, I saw, Kiriyala, I saw, 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 I saw
O King of Peace, grant us your peace, establish for us your peace, and forgive us our sins. For you is the power, the glory, the blessing, and the majesty forever. Amen. Make us worthy to pray. Thank to our Father who art in heaven. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us day our daily bread. Forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil one. Through Christ Jesus, our Lord, for thine kingdom, the power, the glory, for And now the love of God the Father, the grace of His only begotten Son, our Lord God and Savior Jesus Christ, the communion gift of the Holy Spirit be with you, wants to leave, can leave, and the peace of the Lord be with you. We're going to pray the midnight prayer. <laughs> 